0: Each and every individual this morning, get your hearts in a place to receive. Don't don't come before the Lord. I was telling this even to my son this morning. When you're gonna go before the Lord, get ready to receive. Understand that you're coming before a king. And I was, if Jesus came right here now, you and I would both would be on our face. And we would know that we would be unworthy of being in his presence. And we would probably survive the whole deal because he had mercy on us and enabled us to uh, stand in his presence and that is that the people on this earth that would approach God in this way, not in an instance, but continually, that they would walk in a reverential fear of the Lord. They would have relationships, amazing relationships with God. But sometimes we go before the Lord anyway, anyhow, not understanding who He is, and who we created us to be. We turn. We come before the Lord, in the essence of who we are. In the physical, with our physical bodies and our soulish uh, mentality. And this morning we're gonna be adding to what we have been teaching since we actually started here on Zoom. We're gonna be adding to that. We're gonna be focused on who you and I are on the inside. On the inside not the person that you see this morning when you woke up and look in the mirror. That is not the person that you are. And if we if we try to do, we will look at this from the word of God. And if we try to do business with God, have a relationship with God in, the, in our soul and with our physical bodies, it'll be dry. And we'll have no testimony, kind of like a significant part of the body of Christ, that has no testimony, no relationship, And it's a part-time Christianity and it does not produce power, presence, and the blessings of God being manifested in our lives. You know, these messages that we're actually praying, I'm telling you that um, I've actually, by the grace of God, had the opportunity to speak to people that are not alive now. And And I, you know, I mean, when they died, it was not a surprise to me did i want it to happen absolutely not that's why we went and and preached the word you know every week that we're privileged to come before the lord and hear his word if you don't make adjustments with the with those words that the lord is speaking to you you are you're going to pay the price in many different ways the ultimate ways that people actually uh lose is that you die before your time this is when the Jesus said this word that I speak their spirit and their life when the Lord comes and he presents his word to you and you're before his presence and you have that understanding and then you go home and disregard the word of the Lord and just live however you choose to live rest assured that that disobedience is gonna reap the fruits thereof sooner or later and sometimes we get away with it for a, la- a while because God is merciful. But eventually it will catch up to you and you will pay the price in whichever area that you're being irresponsible, in, in whichever area that you're being disobedient. God is not mocked. What you sow is what you reap. So be be position yourself after you hear the, the word of God And align your life go home and change the things that needs to be changed or else you will not have a position when the enemy comes don't play as I said I know people who are dead right now because they would not heed to the words of the Lord I know people that are sick right now because they would not heed to the word of the Lord and you guys know people like that also You know, God has given us his word that we might have understanding. My people perish because of lack of knowledge. When you get that knowledge, will you react to it? Will you be obedient to what is being spoken? If you are truly getting it from the word of God, what is keeping you in disobedience? What is keeping you in sin? Those are the things that we have been dealing with since we started the things of the spirit and we have been, you know, by the grace of God, the understanding that he's given us encouraging and speaking over people in regards to embracing the life that is in the spirit, get over your flesh, get over your mind, get over your will, get over your emotions and get over this world and and understand that God, when he speaks to you, I I heard a person said this one time, a preacher said this one time that if you constantly hear the voice of God, audibly it's because your spirit man, is immature is weak the messages that God is giving us is that we might build our spirit man so when God speak into your spirit Spirit it'll come into your mind and you gain an understanding but if you are being driven by this material world and by the senses that God has given you and they're not connected to to your spirit man by the Holy Spirit. You're gonna live a life of defeat. So what we're gonna talk about this morning is fasting. And I know we have heard many lessons on fasting. It's nothing, it's not a something new, but we're gonna look at it from a different perspective and we will gain an understanding as as to what is it that we're actually trying to accomplish. And many times we go into a fast because we want to, you know, we're looking to God for a particular break, breakthrough. And therefore we fast and we pray. But we want to look at it in a different sense this morning. We want to look at it as fasting as a lifestyle, as a lifestyle. And I will explain to you why a lifestyle. It's because of the spirit life that is supposed to be in you know, us. Christians are being defeated because they have no spirit life. The, the, the way that God actually designed it is that the spirit of man would be the dominant. Person of man not the flesh and we know that we we live in a world right now where it's all about the flesh not I'm not talking the work about the world anymore. the church mainly is all about the flesh we're doing the very same things that the world is doing because we are not putting the body under like we have been preaching since the beginning dying to self dying, literally dying to this world that is what Jesus Christ preached they don't teach this a lot in North America and that's why we have the results that we have, defeated Christians worried whether or not they should take the vaccine for the coronavirus when you're in the flesh you don't have enough faith to believe God then that's a, how you receive. So take these lessons that we're going through. And, and, and there's not one particular thing. It's a body of information that we need. A body of information, a body of knowledge that has been revealed in scripture by the Holy Spirit to us, that we might we might incorporate this into our existence. Don't be double-minded. God is looking to have conversations with his people, spiritual conversations. We're going to talk about fasting this morning, a lifestyle of um, prayer and fasting. Yeah, prayer also. We will deal with prayer separately. But we're going to focus this morning on fasting. And the first scripture I want to go to is Numbers 27 and verses 16. Let this message this morning pierce your heart and make a decision. That as you go forward from here, you will remember this. You will remember it. And you put it into practice. Numbers 27 and verses 16. Look what it says here. Let the Lord, the God of the spirits of all flesh. The God of the spirits of all flesh set a man over the congregation. That's what Moses' prayer. When he was supposed to be succeeded by Joshua. Let the Lord, the God of the spirits of all flesh, God understand who to choose based on where they are spiritually, based on where they are spiritually, not based on where they are intellectually, but spiritually. And if you want to have position with God, if you want to be a person that he hears your prayers and regards you when you come before him, you have to be full of the life of Christ, the spirit life of Christ inside of you no amount of words can impress God nothing else will impress God or get him to hear your voice your prayers as much as when He look inside of you He see that Jesus Christ embodied this he had no regard for the flesh except to maintain it that it might um, that it might carry his spirit around law of territory dictates that you have to have a material body to be on this planet here. So the focus this morning is on your spiritual existence. And let me tell you something. In this world, you're going to be overlooked if you're spiritual. People that have this understanding will regard you. But in the world, in a general sense, they will overlook you because they don't understand what we give value to. We give value to the spirit, the flesh, profit, nothing. So so my word to you this morning, I don't want to I don't want to when we have conversations. I want the spirit that is inside of you to communicate to me and you want the spirit that is inside of me to communicate to you. We don't want to have just intellectual conversations. Fasting is one of those things that you can let when you're having a lifestyle of prayer and fasting and putting the body under. It's one of those things that God has given to us that our spirit man might rise up and take preeminence and take preeminence. You know, some of you folks are fighting battles. Well, guess what? This is your victory this morning. This is your victory. And we're going to go into scripture. To prove this point let's go to Hebrews 12 and verses 9 Hebrews 12 9 it says furthermore we have had fathers of our flesh which corrected us and we gave them reverence shall we not much rather be in subjection unto the Father of spirits and life. Be in subjection. You see, we go back to this thing uh, again. We have people that come to church, but they're not under the Lordship of Jesus Christ. Their minds are not renewed. They're not totally given in. We got a word for them. Rebels. Rebels. And I got a word for you this morning. It's, it's going to ca- catch up on you. I guarantee you, if you're playing with God, I guarantee you it's going to catch up on you in some area in a serious way. Trouble is coming your way. Many Christians are dead now because of this virus, prematurely, it was not by God's design. They did not heed his word and they gave a bad testimony because some of us even boasted that God would protect us and decree and declared Psalms 91, with great confidence and boldness. And there was no power, there was no angels around to protect you in that instance when that demon of COVID came and knocked on your door. He took you. Many of them are bones under the earth now. Well, you're hearing this this morning that this thing and others might not take you before your time and you die as a Christian, as a believer in Jesus Christ, you can die before your time. As a believer, you can live in sicknesses and diseases and defeat as a believer just because you believe in Jesus Christ don't mean that he protects and keeps you. It's the one, the ones that are obedient, the ones that are hearing this word here and take it tomorrow and put it into action. We're preaching this word directly. Paul said that he didn't, he didn't want anybody's blood. To be on his hands i'm doing the same thing that i might that i might give the people the word of god not not this prosperity um gospel not this um all buttered up gospel that you guys are listening uh, uh in hearing in, in uh, north american churches but the blunt of the truth of the word of god that's why god called a guy like me i have no regard for man none except in the context of the way that I should relate, them to, relate to them. But when it comes on to what God has spoken in His Word, there's not a man that can wear me down in that area. None. Right? I'm challenging you now. Because you will pay the price if you don't take this. You will pay the price. It'll eventually, it'll be your time. When you're being tested when your faith is going to be put under pressure so take this now and begin to work on your spiritual life with jesus christ begin to align john 4:24. it says god is spirit and those who worship him must worship him in truth and in spirit god is spirit and they that worship him must worship him in truth and in spirit how do you worship god in truth and in spirit, you, we understand in the natural how we are born as babes with little understanding, undeveloped intellectual capacity and, phys- and lim- physical limitations. And the idea is that our parents would nurture us. But can you imagine if you get to 18, 19, 20, and you're still acting with the, the with the maturity of a five-year-old, they would be frustrated. And it's the same way that you are, it is designed by God, that you would come and hear this gospel of Jesus Christ. And then you would begin to learn the kingdom that is from, and the ways of that kingdom, and the systems of that kingdom, and have an identity truly that you're no longer in the flesh. And yet still, we don't see this in, the Christi- in, pre- in a large sense, in the body of Christ, we don't see this. What we see are people struggling, having no revelation, no understanding of what scripture has spoken about them and not growing spiritually, stalled. But then these people have the understanding how to progress in the physical world. God has given us that understanding. If you hear, if you disregard the noise, That is in your car engine. That is uncommon. That is not supposed to be, the car is not supposed to be making this sound and you disregard it. Then when you end up on the sidewalk, you have no one to blame. You know, sooner or later, that car is gonna lead you on the sidewalk. Probably worse, depending on whatever, what it is. We are keen to observe these things. If you uh if you see a leak in your home and you disregard it you can destroy your home we are keen to understand this but we play dumb spiritually we play dumb we play idiots we hear the word of god and we go back and pretend like we didn't hear it and we have heard a lot and god is putting me here and say my son put it to my people but put it blunt blunt before I have seen others before with different tones and different attitudes and they have not listened so I call you now and I put my words in your mouth and I want you to speak it without regard for men because they're in danger they're in danger they're in danger they do not understand the life of the spirit and it's because of rebellion now not lack of understanding, but rebellion. Rebellion, rebellion, rebellion. I'm looking at you guys. I've had conversations with a few of you, and you're in rebellion. And this is that you might change. And this lesson that I'm giving now is that you might commit back to God and begin to fast and seek God for that Position that spiritual position, that your spirit man might take preeminence in your existence. Do this. Do this. It is the spirit that quickeneth. The flesh profit nothing. John 6, 63. This is the word of God that you might know that is not coming from the intellect of a man This is not my idea. This is the word of God. It is the spirit that quickeneth, the flesh profiteth nothing, nothing. God does not. This idea where we go before God constantly bawling and crying. It's not the way that he designed it. Align with his word. This is how you get your prayers answered. Align with His Word. Overcome this world. Overcome this world. Begin to fast and pray. We're not dealing this morning so much with the mechanics of fasting. As we're dealing with the heart of fasting. The heart of fasting is to empower your spirit to get over your mind and your flesh. The thoughts that are coming from the mind that has not been renewed. You don't want that person even speaking over you. Everything that they're saying, seems as if it's gossip, everything that they're saying seems as if it makes sense, but it's coming from the pit of hell. Unless you have the mind of Christ inside of you, the great opinions that you have are worth nothing, nothing. And you don't want people speaking over your life like that. And I don't allow people to speak like who, are, who don't have a renewed mind to speak into me. If they have not, if I don't see the fruits in their life of a commitment to Jesus Christ, I, sp- I, I have exchanges with them. I have conversations with them, but they can't speak into me because there's no life in you unless the, the life of Christ is abounding inside of you. This revelation of fasting is one of the things that will get you there. If you can't overcome your stomach, your spirit man will not rise. A lifestyle of prayer and fasting, a lifestyle. We're going to be doing a lot of fasting in Heaven's Lighthouse Ministries. A lot. This message here that I'm actually preaching, I'm I'm heeding it also to turn up my fasting a notch and to turn down the plate so that my spirit man might be emboldened and empowered. That is what God has invited us into. The idea that you just go to church casually, hear the message. I tell you, there's a demon that is coming to knock on your door. I'm telling you that right now. There's a demon that is coming to knock on your door. And he's gonna either he, he will break your physical body he will suck the life out of you he will take your money he will destroy you the thief cometh not but for to kill and to steal and to destroy what is it that would prevent the thief from coming to your house if this life is not abounding in you and you're thinking that you're just living quiet and not causing any noise that's the lure of the devil it's like a uh, uh, going fishing and putting a worm on a hook and luring that fish lure you into lukewarmness you can't thread the line with Jesus I'm telling you this is the word of the Lord this morning and some of you very convenient lives you want to live no one to be on the edge for Jesus Christ and you do the religious prayers the religious prayers and the religious act activities to appease your conscience And it's a lie that you're communicating to your mind that you're walking with God. It's a lie. I'm here this morning to expose that lie and let you know you are not standing on the truth of God. And you should bless me this morning that I speak the truth. It seems that I have more love for you than you have for yourself. Because you don't love yourself. If you don't walk with Jesus, if you don't choose Jesus, if you don't choose obedience, you do not love yourself. It's the love of the world that is fake. It's a fake love. We who speak the truth know what true love is. It's the love of God that is inside of us. That's why I have the audacity by the grace of God to look in people's eyes and tell them the truth. And they will dislike me. Because I love them more than they love themselves. Because I love them with the love of God. And they love themselves with the love of the earth. The fake love. That will send their own own souls to hell. And they call that love. That is not love. They go, love is kind, love is gentle. Well, take this gentle now. Repent. Take this kind now. Repent. And align with God. Take that. That is love. You know, I can't wait for God to to usher us out into ministry. That I might speak this word to to many more. That we might truly wake up to the gospel of Jesus Christ and understand that he went to a cross and paid a price for us to walk in this spiritual position. And we must gain a handle and a control over our flesh and our minds, our will, our emotions. A life commitment to Jesus Christ a life of obedience to Jesus Christ not sporadically isolated instances no once and for all commit to him fasting is one of those things when you when you're when you're fighting demons inside of you when the devil is attacking you and you're in that place of turmoil in your soul, you wanna you wanna get over this, you wanna gain dominance over the kingdom of darkness? Embrace fasting and pray and cry out to God, my king and my God, people. Are we praying? Are we fasting? Are we doing what has been commanded in scripture for us to do? Because we claim that we name Jesus. We claim that we name him. Get over that, that, that the, the hypocrisy of modern day Christianity. Listen, we're expecting great things from God. Miracles from God. And I know many of you have great expectations of these miracles. And what God is going to release. In his body. Not only heaven's lighthouse ministry. Okay. But we are laying the foundation. That's why God put me here. Some of us. If he had put you in this place. Forget it. He knows what he's doing. It's his grace. So I don't boast about me. But I have to cooperate with what he's doing. But that's why God put me here. That you you might have a man. That would insist on his word. That would insist on his word. Every step of the way. Because you have lukewarm people that think that God is going to just pour out his anointing and his blessings. And a people that are disobedient and wayward. And that will never happen. They want to appeal to the grace and the mercy of God. No, appeal from the position of death, fast and pray and allow you the spirit life to be announced and pronounced inside of you. The God of the spirits of all flesh. God is interested in your spirit. Don't worry. Once your spirit man is connected with God in that capacity, the body will follow. You'll walk in blessings and healing. The mind will be renewed. And you will speak by the newness that is in your mind. renewed mind we have we thought on that already we're adding another element as you go forward to incorporate into your walk with God that you might die I like to say die 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 if that's what Jesus Christ called us into dying to self some of us asking God for the anointing and I'm praying that God don't give them the anointing because they're going to die early I said don't anoint that person oh Lord not yet too much flesh is in there too much flesh don't hear these words and go back to the old life don't hear these lessons you don't know what 2022 is going to bring. You don't know what 2023 is going to bring. This here is your wisdom to live through those years. This here year, God is preparing you for the next 5 years, 10 years, 20 years, 30 years. And many people had these type of messages and they're they're dead now prematurely you can die before your time like I said this here is to put you on the path walking down that narrow road that Jesus Christ spoke about let's go to Matthew 4 Matthew 4 I will read 1 to 11 this here was done by the master himself, Jesus Christ, the master. The one that if you fit, if you sit at his feet, Jesus, if you get married to Jesus, sit at his feet like the early apostles did. What you will do with your life, you will make a wonder out of you. It doesn't matter where you are now. If you do this, God will make a wonder out of your existence on this planet. It will not withhold any good thing from you. It will bless you. It will increase you in every area. If you have sickness in your body and you really give yourself to Jesus Christ and begin to preach the gospel, my God Almighty, power is coming from heaven. I I know people that have been walking with sicknesses for years, for years because of rebellion. It's like a badge of honor for them to tell others that they're sick, and they go to church and hear messages like this. And the power of God, no matter how many times you pray for them, the power of God stops right above their head. Why? Because they have a will to choose something that is opposing to His Word. No performance of God's Word. I don't even like praying for people like that. I say, like, why should I pray? God will not answer your prayer. You're a rebel. You belong to the devil. You're hearing this message that you might repent and come to God. Matthew four. Then was Jesus led up of the spirit into the wilderness. See that, of the spirit, he was led into the wilderness. Some of us want to jump out of our wilderness experience a little bit too quick. When God pulled you into a place that is lonely that you might stay there and fast and pray and spend time in his word, that he might strengthen you, that when you step out and the devil begin to um, do the very same things, you might have the strength to resist. You know, the, the Lord did this with me for two and a half years. And I knew what God had asked me to do in that season. Nobody could pull me out. I stayed there. I fasted. I prayed. I stayed in the word. I built my spirit, man. Am I at the top? No. But that's what enabled me to overcome and get to a point where the devil didn't have no more hold on me. Once, I, once my understanding was quickened by the spirit to see that the devil was defeating me and that the devil was you know, influencing my life, and I did not know, but I begin to cooperate with God. Then was Jesus led up of the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil. And when he had fasted forty days and forty nights, he was afterward and hungry. So Jesus drank water. When you're fasting, just a tip here: drink water. And when the tempter came to him. This is what I want us to focus on. And when the tempter came to him, he said, If thou be the Son of God, command that these stones be made bread. Understand what happened when Jesus fasted for 40 days. He had absolute control over every part of his being. Because of the spiritual state that he was in. His spirit man was emboldened he had put the flesh under so when the devil came to him in verses four he said but he said but he answered and said it is written man shall not live by bread alone but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of god previously it said if thou be the son of god command that these stones be made bread that means the devil can is speaking to jesus and saying, you have the ability to do so. Why would you not? And appealing to the fact that he's hungry. That is what, if, when we are praying, when we are fasting, when we are taking all of what God has given us in scripture, and we are walking in the spiritual state, and the devil come now to tempt you, you will be able to do this very same thing that Jesus did here. You would have overcome the flesh because the enemy is appealing to you by something that is earthly. And if you are an earthly person, the idea is that you're going to take it. You will not have the ability to resist. Fasting is that thing that will help you to gain strength in your spirit that you might resist temptation. But he answered and said, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. Fasting allow you to garner that power that comes from God in your spirit then the devil is not done with you then the devil taken him up into the holy city and set him on a pinnacle of the temple and said unto him if thou be the son of God cast thyself down for it is written and it indeed it is written he shall give his angels charge concerning thee And in their hands they shall bear thee up, lest at any time thou shalt dash thy foot against a stone. Indeed, it is written that God will give you this type of protection, but not when you endanger yourself. And Jesus quoted scripture. And Jesus said unto him, it is written again, thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. Cool, calm, and in control, because the spirit man rules. He understands that he's not this material body. Like we modern day Christians. Doing everything that the world is doing. Hanging out with other lukewarm Christians. and And then praying before God. That will not cause the power of God to come. God will not even answer. The Lord is merciful. There's a level of grace that is on every person. We're talking about how you come into the more, or you come into the more, or you have conversations with God like Moses did. Moses was a man that embraced these principles that God brought, to, um, showed him in. That's all, he embraced them. You and I can do the very same things today, the very same thing. Embrace the truths, even though they are uncomfortable to your soul, to your flesh, embrace them. If you don't, you will not receive that dimension of scripture. Jesus said unto him, it is written again, thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. This here technology of fasting will allow you to become mighty and powerful. You will know even before the devil turns up and speak words in your mind, words of condemnation to remind you of the past, the past life that you did, things that you did. Or when he uses someone who has control of their mind, who constantly want to spew garbage at you. Those things will not affect you when when you're walking in a spiritual sense. The Pharisees, the doctors of the law, they were constantly gossiping about jesus christ constantly gossiping about jesus christ and it did not affect him he was not offended offense is one thing that can open you up to the influence of demons if you're not built up in your spirit when someone's does when someone does something to offend you pretty soon you're going to be walking in on forgiveness, and you're going to be opening up the door for spirits to come in the, the, this here will prevent in every different area the devil from having the ability to impact your life you're shutting the door of the devil and you will know that you walk with that power and that strength to overcome him and to overcome the world verses 6 Verses 5, then the devil taken him up into the holy city and set him on a pinnacle of the temple. Understand that Satan has things that he can offer to you. And if you're in your soul, you're going to say yes, I'm telling you that. Sooner or later, you're going to bow to him. And, and said unto him, if thou be the son of God, cast thyself down. For it is written, he shall give his angels charge concerning thee and in their and in their hands shall they bear thee up, lest at any time thou shalt dash, dash thy foot against a stone. It is written, thou shalt, thou, it is written again, thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. And verses 8, actually verses 8 is what I wanted to read from. Again the devil taketh him up into an exceeding high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and the glory of them. Do, um, let me mention here, everything that is stealing us from fully committed to God was offered to Jesus Christ and way larger sums of it, the whole kit and caboodle. And we can't say yes, we can't say no to a few dollars. And we can't say no to a little bit of fame. And we can't say no to the dress code of the world. The devil was giving all of this to Jesus. Are you and I in a position in this day that we can be offered anything by the devil and we can quote the word of God to him and say, no, I am fully committed to God. Fasting is one of those things. If you are not there now, embrace this principle of fasting, lifestyle of fasting, and you will get there. This here will give you your breakthrough from those things that you're fighting, that the devil is constantly getting you with. Whether it be addictions, whether it be unforgiveness, whether it be the love for money, mammon, fasting, and getting your body under, will give you the victory over the kingdom of darkness. Verses 10, then Jesus said unto him, Get thee hence, Satan, for it is written, Thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, and him only shalt thou serve. That is what happens when your spirit man is truly in the position that God has given us the ability to take our spirit man. He has given us that ability. It's our choice whether or not we come into this position. You have to fight for it. By now we know that we have to fight for that position. We have to fast for that position. We have to pray for that position. We have to stay in the word for that position. We have to maintain a life of worship for that position. Daily, we know how to tend to our physical body. There are things that you need to do to your spirit that the spirit man might have preeminence over the flesh or else the devil will defeat you every step of the way let's look let's go to Genesis 25 let's look at what this thing can actually cost you because this thing here can cost you the whole deal Genesis 25 and we will read from 29 to 34 Genesis 29 I think I'm in Exodus here let me make a quick adjustment adjustment Genesis 25 and verses 29 25 and verses 29 and we know in, in uh, previous times in Israel, the inheritance was actually handed down to the, the elder child, both the spiritual and the spiritual physical inheritance was handed down to the the older child. It was just a byproduct of you being born first. So I don't I, I don't think anyone would have been want to be the second child. But we're gonna see what happened here, and we're very familiar with this scripture. Verse 29. And Jacob sought pottage, and Esau came from the field. Esau came from the field, and he was faint. And Esau said to Jacob, "Feed me, I pray thee, with that same red pottage, for I am faint." Therefore was his name called Edom, which means red. It was red pottage. And Jacob said, "Sell me this day thy birthright." You see, the devil is going to come to you at the right time, okay, when you're weak. And Esau said, behold, I am at the point to die. And what profit shall this birthright do to me? And Jacob said, swear to me this day. And he swore unto him, and he sold his birthright unto Jacob. See that? How long? Would it have taken him to go and prepare something for himself to eat? Half an hour, one hour, even if he didn't completely cook cooked it, he could have prepared something for himself. He would sell something so precious for one quick meal. 34, you know what Jacob, Jacob did? Look at this. Then Jacob gave Esau bread and pottage of lentils. He put a little bit of extra bread on it to appease to him. And he did eat and drink and rose up and went his way. Thus Esau despised his birthright. You see what food can do? It stole his destiny. His whole destiny. And that is actually happening to us believers today. That's why God left this thing written there. That we might reference it and come to our senses and begin to take advantage of everything that he has given us in scripture. Having that understanding and begin to apply this thing that we might not receive like he did. We can't trade our spiritual existence and relationship with God for food. And in this day and age, it's not just food. It's all the other things that are stealing our attention, stealing our time, stealing our resources, our finances, all the other things that we think that we have to spend our finances doing, except what God wants us to do with it. This is our weakness. Embracing a lifestyle of fasting will enable you to get over all of those factors that are inhibiting the spirit life to mature in you we have heard all of the messages about fasting and we have fasted but we're not saying go fast now because you're looking to buy a car and you're asking God you really want to hear from God, so you you muster up this energy. We're saying live a lifestyle of fasting, live a life a lifestyle of putting the body under and commitment to the Lord. It's nothing for God to give you, material thing. I'm making this message this morning. What times is it? Very, very short and crisp because I know everyone here is familiar with fasting. But are you fasting for the right reason? This here, looking at the word of God in the context of how it was written in scripture, this here is how, no, how we can go before God and and, and, he, and he pours out his blessings, pours, pours out his anointing and the grace to go and, and reach the lost. I'm teaching this principle, We gotta. Uh, we are gonna be moving out in church very soon We want a bunch of mature Christians, spiritual people, to be the ministers in that church. We have prayed and asked the Lord to send us those people. Don't just say, you know, miracles, miracles, miracles. Understand the sacrifice that you have to make for miracles to come, like the sacrifice of fasting and praying. In particular, the young people this morning embrace this principle of fasting. And the enemy that, that you saw yesterday will use, you will see no more. You will not struggle with the things that you're struggling with. If you embrace it monthly, don't don't let it be sometimes even weekly. Use wisdom behind it if you haven't fasted before. Do some research. Speak to someone that can give you some advice. Don't just take on. begin by taking on a seven-day fast without food or even a three-day fast. If, you're, if you haven't been fasting before and you wanted to get into a lifestyle of fasting, start very small or a one-day fast. And then build yourself up. And make sure that you're drinking, you're hydrated while you fast. So, Father, I just give you praise and thanks this morning for your word. Lord, I thank you for your people that are here, oh God, with open ears and hearts to hear your word this morning. Thank you, Jesus. And, Lord, you have indeed invited us into this relationship, this spiritual position with you. And I pray, Father, in Jesus' name, that each and every person that have heard your word this morning, oh God, that as they come into agreement and as they begin to commit to you in a lifestyle of prayer and fasting, I pray that you would indeed embolden the inner man, embolden their spirits, O oh Lord God. That you you would quicken their, their understanding, O oh Lord Jesus. That they might truly, we all might truly begin to exist in a spiritual sense, O. Oh. And that we might not be enamored by this world and this world system, let that identity of who you created us to be spiritually, let it come to us. We pray, Father, this morning. Thank you, Jesus. We give you praise and thanks in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen.